The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022, Tuesday of the 18th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year C, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Eusebius of Vercelli. He was born on the Isle of Sardinia in the year 300, became a member of the Roman clergy, and he's the first recorded bishop of Vercelli in Piedmont in northwest Italy. He was sent by Pope Liberius to persuade the emperor to call a council to settle matters between the Catholics and the Arians. He refused to go along with the condemnation of St. Athanasius. Instead, he laid the Nicene Creed on the table and insisted that all sign it before taking up any other matter. The emperor sent him into exile in Palestine. His exile continued in Asia Minor and Egypt until the new emperor permitted him to be welcomed back to his see in Vercelli. St. Eusebius died peacefully in his own diocese at what was then considered an advanced age, about 71 years. St. Eusebius of Vercelli died August 1st, 371. St. Eusebius, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for small and medium-sized businesses. In the midst of economic and social crisis, may they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time a prayer fruitful, my Immaculate Mother. St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. In today's gospel, we see that our Lord Jesus lets his disciples get into trouble. He lets them get into a fearful situation, a threatening situation. And that's good for us to see, Lord Jesus, because this is our life. Our life as Christians isn't a free pass from the normal trials and difficulties of life. In our path as Christians, there will be times of distress, times of greater suffering or anxiety. And God uses these to help us, to bring us closer to him. This is what we read in today's gospel, the gospel being from Matthew chapter 14. Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and precede him to the other side of the sea while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. 
just as a side note, Jesus, we wonder and marvel at this example of yours, that you go to be alone to pray. And we ask you, Jesus, for the same commitment, the same desire to find time for our meditation, to find time for our prayer life. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. The fascinating scene, we can imagine those apostles, those disciples, not all of them were fishermen. We're used to thinking of the apostles as a bunch of fishermen, but we know that Matthew, who's writing this account, was a tax collector. And Simon the Zealot was some sort of uh, political operator, it would seem. And this means that it was a scary situation for them to be in the middle of the Sea of Galilee during a storm. Those storms can really be quite violent and quite perilous. And they and apparently they come up out of nowhere. The weather changes very quickly there and squalls can can appear that are threatening to the to the boats. And then in the middle of that already difficult, fearful situation, Jesus makes it worse. And he makes it worse on purpose and he makes it worse with his presence. He comes walking to them on the water. And he's at a distance and there's wind and there's rain and they can't recognize that it's him. And so they mistake Jesus for a ghost. And as the gospel says, they cry out in fear. It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. And so here, Jesus, you are putting them on purpose in a situation in which they're uncomfortable. It's a painful situation. And they're very much afraid. And that's good for us to see because nothing that happens to us in life happens without God's permission, at least without God's permissive will. God is all-powerful and God loves us and he knows all things. And so if anything happens to me outside of my own sins, but even including my sins because God allows my sins and brings good out of my sins, if anything happens to me, somehow it's part of God's plan for me and, and with his grace and with a little bit of my goodwill, it will turn to my good. Omnia in bonum, St. Paul says, all things work unto the good for those who love God. And so the fact that I'm in some perilous situation or some very difficult situation or a situation of great anxiety isn't a sign that God has forgotten me and it's not a sign that God doesn't know what he's doing or that God uh, is punishing me or hates me or anything like that or where is God because if God is my father and this is happening to me, this doesn't make any sense that this should happen if he's my father and he's all-powerful. No, 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 no. Jesus lets these people get into that situation and then he makes it worse on purpose by coming down into the water and letting himself be mistaken for a ghost and they cry out in fear. And the next thing that happens is super important because this is our own experience of these difficulties, or it's what is actually happening in these difficulties. At once, Jesus spoke to them saying, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. 
take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. So I think spiritually, this is a, this is a very interesting scenario that they mistake Jesus for part of the problem. They're in a difficult situation, and Jesus appears to them in it. And at first, they mistake him for part of the problem, as opposed to what he is, the Savior, the solution. They think he's a ghost, and they cry out in fear. And from the midst of the problem, Jesus is present, and Jesus tells them, it's me. I'm in this. I'm here. This is part of your plan. This is part of my plan for you. And like the apostles, that takes faith for us to to believe. And it takes the faith of living through the difficulty. And so what happens? Peter enters into a dialogue with our Lord, with you, Lord Jesus. And he ends up trusting you by walking towards the trouble, by living through the problem. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened and beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. What a beautiful scene, a beautiful image. Peter, Lord, sees you. And makes this great act of faith. If it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus says, come. And Peter makes an act of faith, a great act of faith, to do something because of our Lord's command that naturally he can't do. Water is not supposed to hold up a full-grown man. He's supposed to sink down into it. And so Peter gets out of the boat and starts walking into the trouble, into the thing that he was so afraid of, with faith that It's Jesus, that Jesus is there with him. The very thing that was frightening him so much, the water, the wind, the waves, and this ghost-like figure there, that's what he walks towards with faith, that, that it's Jesus, that Jesus is there in the midst of the storm. Lord Jesus, help me to do the same thing in the trials of my life, in the tempests of my periods of sadness or my periods of grief, my periods of uncertainty or anxiety, the periods in life I have to go through that are difficult, perhaps war or economic hardship, suffering some want, some disappointment or loss. Help me to see, Lord, that in your divine plan, in your eternal wisdom, somehow, no matter how difficult that is and how hard that is, You'll be waiting for me in it because you tell me, behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. Always, not just in the good times, but also in the difficult ones. We go to our mother, Mary, help us, our lady, to realize that you too are there. You're always with us in the good times and in the difficult ones. And so when we come into that moment in our life where things seem dire and where there's little human hope and there's much cause for fear. Help us to hear your voice too, like the apostles discern Jesus's voice in that problem. Do not be afraid. It is I. 
And Our Lady will reach out her hand and pick us up like a good mother. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me. In this meditation, I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin our day of prayer joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your your praise. praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil, for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord... He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act, so that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers 
a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish. The patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright, Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land. There they shall live forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. 
the Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land, and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again, he was gone. I searched, he was nowhere to be found. See the just man, mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store, but sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Teach me goodness and holy wisdom, for I have put my trust in your guidance. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. This is what the Lord God showed me. He was forming a locust swarm when the late growth began to come up, the late growth after the king's mowing. While they were eating all the grass in the land, I said, Forgive, O Lord God, how can Jacob stand? He is so small. And the Lord repented of this. It shall not be, said the Lord God. Then the Lord God showed me this. He called for a judgment by fire. It had devoured the great abyss and was consuming the land. When I said, Cease, O Lord God, how can Jacob stand? He is so small. The Lord repented of this. This also shall not be, said the Lord God. Then the Lord God showed me this. He was standing by a wall, plummet in hand. The Lord asked me, What do you see, Amos? And when I answered, A plummet, the Lord said, See, I will lay the plummet in the midst of my people Israel. I will forgive them no longer. The high places of Isaac shall be laid waste, and the sanctuaries of Israel made desolate. I will attack the house of Jeroboam with the sword. Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent word to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Amos has conspired against you here within Israel. The country cannot endure all his words. This is what Amos says. Jeroboam shall die by the sword, and Israel shall surely be exiled from its land. 
to Amos, Amaziah said, Off with you, visionary, flee to the land of Judah. There earn your bread by prophesying, but never again prophesy in Bethel. For it is the king's sanctuary and a royal temple. Amos answered Amaziah, I was no prophet, nor have I belonged to a company of prophets. I was a shepherd and a dresser of sycamores. The Lord took me from following the flock and said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Now hear the word of the Lord. You say, Prophesy not against Israel, preach not against the house of Isaac. Now thus says the Lord, Your wife shall be made a harlot in the city, and your sons and daughters shall fall by the sword. Your land shall be divided by measuring line, and you yourself shall die in an unclean land. Israel shall be exiled far from its land. The Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. The, the Lord, Lord has spoken. spoken. Who, Who will, will not prophesy? prophesy? The Lord took me as I was following the flock and said to me, Go, prophesy to my people. The, the Lord, Lord has spoken. spoken. Who, Who will, will not prophesy? prophesy? A reading from a letter attributed to Barnabas. The Lord was willing to hand over his body for destruction, so that by the shedding of his blood we might be made holy through the remission of our sins. According to Scripture, this refers both to Israel and us. He was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. By his wounds we are healed. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, like a lamb that is dumb before its shearer. What a debt of gratitude, then, do we owe to the Lord for letting us see the meaning of the past, for instructing us about the present, and not leaving us in ignorance about the future. In the words of Scripture, not unjustly are nets spread for birds. This means that a man is justly condemned if, knowing the right way, he heads into the way of darkness. The Lord was ready to undergo suffering for our soul's sake, even though he is Lord of the whole earth the one to whom God said at the foundation of the world, Let us make man in our own image and likeness. But in that case, my brothers, how could he allow himself to suffer at the hands of men? This is the explanation. The prophets, inspired by his grace, foretold what he would do. He allowed himself to suffer because he had to be seen in the flesh, in order that he might destroy the power of death and manifest the resurrection from the dead. In this way, he would carry out the promises that had been made to our forefathers. And while still on earth, prepare for himself a new people. He would also show that after the resurrection, he was to be our judge. Furthermore, by teaching Israel and working such great signs and wonders, he proclaimed the good news and showed the depths of his love for that people. Having thus renewed us by forgiving our sins, he refashioned us. He gave us the souls of children as though we had been born anew. For it is to us that Scripture refers, when the Father says to the Son, Let us make man according to our own image and likeness, and let him rule over the beasts of the earth, and the birds of the air, and the feasts of the sea. The Lord saw the beauty of our fashioning and added, 
Increase and multiply and fill the earth. All this God said to his son. But let me now point out to you how he also speaks to us. It is indeed a second act of creation that the Lord has performed in these last days. That is why he says, Behold, I am making the last things like the first. It was this that the prophet had in mind when he said, Enter into a land flowing with milk and honey, and rule over it. It is true, you see, that we have been completely remade. This is what God means by the words of another prophet. Behold, says the Lord, I will take the stony hearts out of this people, that is, the people whom the Spirit of the Lord foreknew, and put hearts of flesh into them. For he willed to appear in the flesh and live among us. And so, my brothers, the dwelling place of our hearts is a temple sacred to the Lord. Again, the Lord says, Let me give thanks to you in the assembly of the people. So it is we whom he has led into a fertile land. You are the children of the prophets, heirs of the covenant God made with our fathers when he said to Abraham, In your offspring all the families of the earth shall be blessed. The scriptures foresaw how God would justify the nations through faith, and they proclaimed this good news to Abraham. In In your your offspring, all all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Father of everlasting goodness, our origin and guide, be close to us and hear the prayers of all who praise you. Forgive our sins and restore us to life. Keep us safe in your love. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday of the 18th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord walks on the water. So does Peter. For a few minutes. It's from the 14th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Then he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. After he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was many furlongs distant from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost! And they cried out for fear. But immediately he spoke to them. Take heart, it is I. Have no fear. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, bid me come to you on the water. Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me! Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him. Oh, man of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Those in the boat worshipped him. 
truly you are the Son of God. And when they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret. When the men of that place recognized him, they sent round all that region and brought to him all that were sick and besought him that they might only touch the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched it were made well. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, it's a fact. Without faith, nothing seems to work out very well. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Peter's faith, great at first, was soon to diminish. He realized the force of the waves and the wind. St. John states that the wind was strong, that it was impossible for a man to walk on water. He worries about the difficulties and forgets the only thing that was keeping him afloat, the word of the Lord. He paid attention to the obstacles and his faith diminished. The miracle was linked to complete trust in Christ. At times, God asks for things which seem apparently impossible, but which become a reality when we act with faith, with our sight fixed on the Lord. On a certain occasion, the founder of Opus Dei, St. Jose Maria Escriva, told a daughter of his who was going to another country where there would be difficulties inseparable from the beginning of the apostolic work. When I ask something of you, my daughter, don't tell me that it's impossible because I know that already. Since I began the work, our Lord has asked me to do many impossible things, and they've become a reality, and they have kept on happening. So it was with their apostolic work in many countries, and vocations came, and with them people who were willing to help out in that work with great generosity and detachment. In many ways, he told them, men of faith are needed and the great works of Scripture will be repeated. Those great works are done each day on earth. This is the way it has always been in the history of the church. It is God who keeps us afloat and makes us effective in the midst of those apparent impossibilities of an environment which often goes against the Christian ideal. It is He who makes us walk on water. On one condition, we should keep our eyes set on Christ and not allow obstacles and temptations to distract us. In his Gospel commentary, St. John Chrysostom points out that Jesus taught Peter through personal experience that all his fortitude came from him. Left to his own devices, Peter could only expect weakness and misery. When our cooperation is lacking, he added, God also ceases to help us. That is why as soon as Peter began to fear and doubt, he also began to sink. When faith diminishes, difficulties seem greater. Living faith depends on my ability to respond to God who calls me and wants to treat me as a friend, as one who is the great witness of my life. So if I respond to him and love him, and if he is someone familiar in my life, if I live close to him, I am safeguarding my faith because my faith is founded on God. 
On the other hand, if I keep my distance from God, if I forget him, if I keep him outside my life and am submerged in merely human and material things, if I let myself be carried away by what is immediately in front of me and God fades from my soul, then how will I have a living faith? If I don't speak with Christ, what is there left of my faith? That is why in the final analysis, all obstacles to a life of faith may be reduced in their root to a withdrawal, a separation from God. We cease to deal with him face to face. Then it is that temptations and obstacles gain strength. Peter would have remained firm on the waters and would have reached the Lord if he had not separated his confident gaze from the Lord. All the tempests put together, those within the soul and those arising from outside, cannot shake us as long as we have firm recourse to prayer. To abandon prayer, to pray with little intimacy or sincerity, exposes us to sink into discouragement, pessimism, and temptation. Our faith should never falter, even when the difficulties are enormous, even though they seem to crush us under their weight. What does it matter if the whole world with all its power is against you? You go forward. Repeat the words of the psalm. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Though my enemies surround me, my heart shall not waver. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, 
are my stronghold? Why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord send, send forth, forth your, your light and, and your, your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep, keep us, us safe all, all the days, days of, of our, our lives. Once I said, in the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O oh Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction. When you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep, keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come, 
with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows. You level it, soften it with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. Abundance flows in your steps. In the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy. The meadows covered with flocks. The valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy. Yes, they sing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. A reading from 1 Thessalonians You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day. We belong neither to darkness nor to night. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, Lord, listen listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, 
For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Let us bless our Savior, who enlightens the world by his resurrection. Let us humbly beg him. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Lord Jesus, we honor your resurrection in our morning prayer. The hope of your glory enlightens our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Accept, Lord, our prayers and petitions. As the first fruits of our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Grant that we may progress today in your love. And that all things may work together for our good and the good of all. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Make our light shine so brightly before men that seeing our good works, they may give glory to the Father. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord Jesus Christ, true light of the world, you guide all mankind to salvation. Give us the courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace ready for the coming of that kingdom. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's Tuesday Good News Day, so it's time to get up, go out, and share the good news. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid is along a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.